redefining masculinity or better said understanding masculinity and nowadays you see everywhere where the masculinity is sort of under attack but at the same time also being protected so there is a lot of movements happening and what i would say my idea about what I see is that there is a misunderstanding about what masculinity is. And the first thing I want to share about this is that masculinity is not only and exclusively attributed to the gender. And there is where things are already going wrong because we have the idea that masculine is only a male body trait. And it's not. It's actually something that is alive in both male and female bodies and that can be healed or educated on a certain way to benefit us in our life, in our projects. Whatever we want to achieve, masculine traits can be really helpful. So whenever I think about redefining masculinity, I would rather say try to understand what masculinity is it's not about changing something that already exists because masculinity has been there since forever. Since the first human beings were here on this planet, wherever they came from, is it from aliens or is it from God or is it from the ocean, <laughs> wherever Darwin theory, it doesn't matter where it's coming from, but it has been here for a very long time and probably way longer than you are here. Or even this society, this modern society, so more than redefining, it's really going into the roots and trying to understand it. And so far, what has been discovered is that masculinity is not just a thing that is connected to the gender. It's existing in both genders. So when you start adopting this understanding, it becomes way easier whenever you're facing such a debate that is right now existing about toxic masculinity. It's way easier to stay grounded and stay centered in any type of conversation you want because you can easily identify any masculine trait inside of your soul or body because if you ask a woman can you identify with masculinity inside of your body after just a couple of search and rethinking about it and maybe feeling into it, she will be able to identify it quite easily. You could ask her, for example, when you feel that leadership, if you have to say, is this a masculine energy or is this a feminine energy? At the very first, she might say, this is not only to the male, this is not only to the man, that's mainly more a trigger because there is this identification that has that is attributed to the gender. But when she can understand that she owns that, that it's in her body, that has nothing to do with gender, that absolutely nothing, that it's just a masculine trait. You could also call it differently, you know, if you don't want to call it like this, but I don't know how you want to call it. I mean, I have no idea, so I can only talk about feminine and masculine. But would you say that leader ship is more masculine trait or is more feminine trait after the trigger the resistance 
she probably will say it's a masculine trait. You can ask this to anybody. You can also ask, would you define or, no, sorry, would you identify nourishment as a feminine or as a masculine trait? If there is any resistance, you go through resistance, <laughs> you go to trigger, you probably will end up by saying it's a feminine. So whenever you stop attributing more importance to one and another, so for example, that leadership is better than nourishment, you start putting things equal. So it's not so much about, oh, being a leader is actually more important than nourishing. And this is a wrong concept. This is a really ego-focused concept because the ego has this idea of creating an identity that is really perceived as strong, perceived from the outside as strong. So whenever you say that leadership is more important than nourishment, then you're already talking from your ego and not talking from your real soul. Because if we're going to look at leadership... When you think about leadership, what are you thinking? First thought is, oh, being a politician, being the president, being a leader of a really strong company, big company, being the leader of, um, I don't know, um, an army. So that's usually the idea of leadership because we see it where in movies and so on. And we, I don't know from where we got this, but that's what it is. But can you also see leadership in... Raising up kids. Are you leading those kids? Are you leading them somewhere? Does this mean that because you're leading your kids that you don't have a nourishment? You still have nourishment. So what you can have when you're raising your kids in a family, you can have leadership, masculine trait, and nourishment, feminine. You can have both. And actually you need both. Because you need to be a strong leader in order to raise them, to guide them, to teach them the same way you need nourishment. Being a leader without nourishment is going to cause a lot of traumas in that kid. The same way around. Nourishment and no leadership, same way. Lack of a masculine image. How often do we have this in kids? I mean, I had it myself. Where you lack of a masculine example that shows you oh this is the man but actually it's a masculine so you can have even the feminine you know in a sorry in the female if there is no male body well the female can sort of compensate that now i do also feel that there is their gender roles and so on and we can go there but that's not about what i'm trying to share here is that Everything is alive in each body type. So female or male. You can have masculine, you can have feminine. And I just gave an example. Now we have this distortion version of leadership that it's better to be a leader in a company or in a politics than being a leader at your house. So that's ego. That's really ego. If you look at those presidents or the leaders of the armies, Let's, let's say, let's take a general, right? A guy who's leading an army. He knows a lot about armies and war. Does he knows about how to lead a family? Nope. Why? 
because he's only in his masculine, because he's only in the idea of I have to be a really strong leader, I have to be strong, I have to be strong, I have to be strong, and there is no nourishment. So you see, it's a male body only allowing leadership as only allowing leadership as the idea of how he should raise, but there is no nourishment. So will he create traumatic kids? Probably yes. They will lack something, even though the nourishment is coming from the female body, so from the woman. There still will be a lack of nourishment coming from the male body, so the father. So should be the feminine trait also alive in the male body? Yes, it should. Being a leader without being able to nourish or empathize, that's not a leader. That's half of a leader. It's the idea of being a leader through the lens of the ego. So as you can see, it's not only and just attributed to the gender. And there is where the resistance happens a lot. And I'm pretty sure that this, actually what I'm sharing, is causing a lot of resistance. It can be an emotional resistance that you don't want to accept this. You're like, no, there's no go. What, a, what is Tenta saying here? It's bullshit. I don't want to listen to him anymore. <laughs> I just get rid of it. But it also can create mind resistance, which is your, the program, how you wired in your mind, is not allowing this concept to be accepted and installed. So I'm not trying to install something in order to manipulate you, but there is this mind resistance. And it's when you're like, what, what is he saying? What is he saying? Usually this is the reaction of people when they have a mind resistance. And when there is an emotional uh, component on that resistance... Then it's more like, I'm getting angry, I'm getting angry, what are you saying? I'm feminist, I'm going for the man, conservative man, or so whatever. Man should be doing this, woman should be doing that. So that's more an emotional resistance added to the mental resistance, but sometimes it's just mind resistance without this component of the emotion. And then what I invite you to do then is just be open, be open, allow it to come in and give yourself the benefit of the doubt that maybe how would it be if there is indeed a feminine trait a masculine trait in a female body and in a male body alive and that the reality of the balance and the real balance relies on the fact that both are existing in that body and that are balanced that they are not oh i'm really loved in my masculine and like um i miss a lot of feminine then it's unbalanced and that can happen in any type of body. It can be in a female body, it can be a male body. So it's not attributed to the gender. And whenever there's too much of masculinity and lack of femininity or too much of femininity and lack of masculinity, there is an imbalance happening. Now, I do have to say there is a natural balance in each one of us, which makes a difference. So for me, the, the, the amount of masculinity and the amount of femininity or the way how I embody it, better said, because more than the amount, it's I'm maybe more happy to be more in my masculine. That's what I want to say. So the amount is still existing and it's sort of equal because I do feel my feminine has the equal value, equal energy is there, yin, yang. They both are there. But where I feel at my best is when I'm more in my masculine. And I like to be my dark masculine. I love to be also in my light masculine. If we talk about light and dark, by the way, uh, which is a deeper understanding of what are the differences, right? 
Now, I'm not going into light or, or dark. I don't want this to go into light or dark. But let's keep it just into feminine and masculine. And it could be that the female body of one of the girls just say, I enjoy more to be my feminine. So everyone has his own and specific place where they enjoy or they are the best at. And some female body are the best at the masculine. And sometimes they feel the best at the masculine when they are in a project, when they are in business. And then whenever they come at home, they like to rely on their feminine. And maybe the male body enjoys to be his masculine when he's working and when he arrives home, he likes to rely on his feminine, maybe. Or maybe the other way around, you know. He's in a type of job where he needs more feminine, where the feminine is a stronger, where it's better. Humanitarian, being a nurse. I mean, if you're a nurse, you rather have feminine traits or energy so that you can give this nourishment so that people can heal. It's not going to work with a leader there. It's not going to work like, hey, yeah, you have to heal yourself. Go, go, go. What are you doing? Why are you not healing right now? No, it's more about empathic and hey, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling good? Let me take care of you. I will take care of this wound. I will take care of that. So it's more feminine energy. And then whenever that guy arrives home and he wants to be in his masculine to sort of balance it out and feel like, oh, now I'm a man again. But when I go to work, I have to be more in my feminine. And the same goes for feminine. Uh, so for females, sorry. They are nurse and they love to be in their feminine. And then they go at home and they still like to be in their feminine. But then they go to the gym and they go into their masculine. And then they want to kick it really hard. Or then they go in sparring, in fights, in, bo in boxing, in MMA. They're going to go and step into their, their, their masculine. And you see, it's just, it's sort of a dance. So it's not that you can, I would not say that there is a... Uh, 20% this, you, you could attribute the number if it's easier for you. But somehow I would everything is equal inside of you, so the recipient is equal. But the way where you experience life and through where you experience life is where you choose to be. It's where I feel the best at, right? Where I feel where I'm most balanced at which spot of this sphere or circle or space at which spot you are at your best and that's sort of what you're searching and like oh i'm my best here and this spot is where i have that amount of feminine and that amount of masculine sort of i don't know if this actually makes it clear or not but that's sort of the idea of how i am navigating through my life and how i'm navigating through this different type of energy between my masculine and my feminine and I don't identify it with my gender which helps me to not enter in inner conflicts and having conflicts with everyone when we talk about this it's for me it's really clear it's really easy and I don't feel any resistance on that so yep I think that's the invitation of today I hope you enjoy it I hope it can give you some insight I hope this podcast is helping you to understand you, understand yourself, sorry, and that this can also help others to relate to you and how you relate to them whenever it comes out to energy and allowing them to be 
wherever they want to be, if they want to be in the feminine or they want to be in the masculine. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Keep on listening to further podcasts of Lions vs. Jackals. I enjoy bringing up all those topics that help healing the masculinity, but also healing the femininity. So thank you very much for listening and looking forward to have you back on board.